Hey, what's up? You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show podcast. Thanks for checking it out and make sure you subscribed. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? On 93 WIBC. So let's rock it. So we got a lot of stuff going on here. My name is Jason Hammer, Tony Kennett of Chalkboard Review, filling in for Big Nige. Ben Sass, Senator from Nebraska, resigning from his position. That's going on. Also, the Washington Post tweeted, quote, exclusive federal agents see enough evidence to charge Hunter Biden with tax and gun purchase crimes. People familiar with the case say. So, Tony, we were talking about this during the commercial break. And Mondo, TK Dub, our producer, what was the question that you asked us? Does this mean that Hunter Biden will finally get into trouble? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kyle, you and your drugs. No, no, he's a Biden. It's Biden's Department of Justice. It's Biden's FBI. This is just kind of going through the motions a little bit. Should he be charged? Absolutely. Should he be convicted? Absolutely. But will he? No, no. You know me, Tony. I'm a betting man. I've got two betting shows on TV. I've got one on the radio. I've been doing this for a while. I'd bet pretty much everything I own that Hunter Biden's never going to see the inside of a jail cell. No, of course not. They're, they're willing to raid. The FBI oh, is willing to raid and arrest individuals that run uh, pillow companies and are you know willing to arrest uh, those who protest outside of abortion clinics that are literally looking like the cast of like a local Baptist potluck. Uh, but when it comes to actually arresting individuals that have uh, committed a lot of serious crimes, many of those on camera many of those that he's talked about in public, uh, of course he's not going to be arrested because we have to make sure that there is absolutely nothing that could possibly stand in the way of his royal dimensionness being reelected. So that's all going on. That's all came out within the last hour. Let's bring it back a little closer to home here. Our pal Abdul, the man behind IndiePolitics.org. I love to have Abdul on the show, and Friday is his day with us. He'll join us tomorrow to break a lot of this down. But Abdul's one of those guys where when he comes on our show, people will say, oh, man, I love it when Abdul comes on, or God, I hate that guy. I hate that smug, arrogant SOB. But Usually they say that about me. You're hurting my feelings. <laughs> uh, so Abdul will be on with us tomorrow, but his outlet, IndiePolitics.org, they've been doing a lot of polling leading up to the midterms. So we're going to go through some of these today, then Abdul will come in tomorrow and break them down. Uh, released today, a survey conducted by Indy Politics and ARW Strategies of Likely Voters in Marion County, this was between September 25th and 26th, showed that not a lot of people are excited for a possible third term of Mayor Joe Hogsett. Now, he's not on the ballot coming up in about 30-plus days, but there's chatter that he might be running again to become the mayor of Indianapolis. Why? Because he didn't get a cush gig with the Biden administration, and he's really got nowhere else to go. But the numbers show just 35% of voters believe that Mayor Joe Hogsett deserves to be reelected for a third term, 29% saying he doesn't deserve re-election, and 37% are unsure. Now, that's a pretty big unsure number right there, 37. And again, Marion County, very blue, right? dark blue, straight Democrat blue. 
But knowing all that, that's not uh, an encouraging sign if your boss Hawk said, is it? It really isn't, but I'll, I'll say this. Uh, it's kind of difficult to do polls and keep number averages like this correct when all of the constituents that would be voting for Hogsett keep dying in shootings across the city of Indianapolis. Oh, <laughs> okay. All right. I like what's going on here. Tony Kennett bringing the heat. I like it. I'm here for this. Uh, breaking down some of these numbers here, for those who are unsure about the mayor's re-election. And again, that was a pretty big number, 37% that were unsure. 24% say crime is the most important issue in Indianapolis, followed by infrastructure at 17%, and making health care more accessible and affordable at 15%. This was a poll of 300 likely voters in Marion County of both political parties, and the margin of error is about plus minus 5.6%. So you can see what I'm doing here on the live stream. You'll see that I actually haven't flipped to this page in kind of the outline for today's show yet. Remember earlier on in the show when I said, wow, I was shocked that abortion is not the biggest issue. It's crime. And oh, hey, look, here's what the polls say. Crime is the most important issue to Indianapolis voters. What a shock. You think that someone who the citizens of Indianapolis elected to protect them would do just that. But no, he's busy gloating over building red bus lines. And again, I'm waiting for someone in the Indianapolis media to ask Joe Hogsett to his face, where were you those two nights of riots? All of these little butt sniffers refuse to do it. Nobody wants to do it. The only person I know that's asked him to his face where he was was my dad. So again, that's going to be a big topic of discussion when he decides to run again, because I think he is. But that's not this election. Let's focus on this election. Another poll from Indy Politics shows that Diego Morales may be in trouble. Democrat Destiny Scott Wells leads Republican Diego Morales by around four points, 36% to 32%, but the margin of error is 4%. Now, this was a poll of 600 likely voters in Marion County. Um, so this is a larger sample size here. Uh, where are we at with Destiny Wells and Diego Morales? So I'm actually coming on with Rob tomorrow to go into the whole Diego Morales situation because for a long time I've kind of held my peace. Uh, I've met Diego several times. He's come up to me, knows he knows who I am. He makes it very clear he knows who Chalkboard Review is. And uh, he's given me the old... Uh, I. Uh, car salesman smile. I, I think that's the best way to put it. And I've talked to him in depth about his, his politics and what he believes. I think the core issue here and the core issue throughout his campaign and most of the Indiana GOP is that they have no communication strategy at all. Like, I genuinely want to know what Kyle has the Indiana GOP doing for a comms department. Whoever is being paid money to do their communications for the state of Indiana needs to have their entire career reassessed and their college degrees revoked because there's no strategy. Destiny Wells is running a masterful campaign right now. She's offering debates. She's running around talking about things. Do I agree with her policy opportunities? No, they suck. I think the Libertarian is really lackluster, but they're running better campaigns than any Indiana Republican currently running for office in the state of Indiana, and it's embarrassing as an Indiana Republican to watch this happen. You mentioned the Libertarian. The Libertarian candidate for Secretary of State is Jeff Maurer getting 7% of the vote. Which is high for a Libertarian candidate. 
It is. And 25% of voters remain undecided because, let's be honest, unless you live in this bubble the way that we do, where we talk about this all the time, this is the content we consume, most people in a barbershop, most people in a restaurant, if you go up to them and say, hey, who you got, Destiny Wells or Diego Morales, are going to have no idea who any of these people are. No, the average guy that's starting the second shift at Draper Manufacturing out in Spiceland right now, I know the guy who has the radio on out there right now, hey guys, Uh, that average crew does not care as much who the Indiana Secretary of State is, but the fact of the matter is people like those running for positions who appear competent, who appear articulate, and who actually put forward decently communicated strategies to improving their everyday lives. That's the only value of a local politician. Otherwise, stay out of my life, let me go home, mow my lawn, spend time with my family. Lastly, uh, we've got some polling for the Senate race in Indiana. And again, this is Indy Politics Poll with ARW Strategies. Abdul, our colleague, a part of this. It shows that Todd Young, as Rob Kendall calls him, the Duke of Spendingburg. He's got a nice doodle on of that over there on the whiteboard. That's Ethan really, Hatcher really is an amazing quality. artist. Ethan Hatcher did that. Um, up just two points on Tom McDermott. The Libertarian candidate getting 6% of the vote, 17% still undecided. Again, this was 600 likely voters. Margin of error, 4%. So McDermott, the Democrat, according to this poll, take it for what you will, is within the margin of error of leading this race. This is for Marion County? Yes. Yeah, so I, I don't think that McDermott has a prayer for the entire state of Indiana. I do love seeing all of the ads. This is another one of those Democrats that thinks abortion is the big issue that carries the state. Oh, everyone's going to come out and vote for me because of abortion. He said this before. So, uh, yeah, I mean, okay, we'll see. I, I could be wrong. You're, you're the betting man. I don't think that's what's going to drive Hoosiers to the polls for him. Um, and I'm not saying yay or nay on the issue of Young. I'm saying specifically as far as McDermott's campaign has come forward, throwing all of your weight behind the wealthy suburban woman is a very, very weird uh, voting block strategy, especially in Indiana, where we seem to favor much more uh, the average trades and service industry men and women. I tend to agree with you here. Again, Abdul always says polls are just a snapshot in time. Well, that's also Marion County. This this tracks for Marion County. But it's Marion County, but it's both political parties and independents involved in this polling. So take that for what you will. Mm. Uh, But you're right. 2% seems awful low. You don't have to like Todd Young. But again, if you're looking at this from an objective point of view, do you think he's going to win by more than 2% in the state of Indiana? Oh, yeah. The gambler, the sports better in me, says absolutely yes. Oh, yeah. Be sure to catch us every weekday, 3 to 7 on 93 WIBC, or subscribe and get it right to your phone.